Gamers Podcast, episode 151. Hi, hello, hi. Hope you're doing well. Thank you for joining us for another edition of the show. How how are we uh, how are we doing this week, boys? Good. Tired. I feel like I'm still recovering from last week. <laughs> Having to go into the office. That rough? It's, it's early, and they haven't given Alex a gate pass yet. So... Oh, we were supposed to go bug them today. Yeah, they didn't get back to me today about it either, so... I don't have an yeah. email from them saying that they've signed the... We're waiting on them to yeah. sign the lease. So, oh, great. So, I hate apartment living, yeah. dude. I just Everyone in the apartment has signed the lease, and it's like, ah, we're sending it to the thing, and it's like... I just want a house. It's been several days at this point. It's almost. It's been five days, I believe. Gotta love apartment bureaucracy. Uh, do I just want a house? We even signed their stupid pages. They added just do the thing at this point. Yeah, I understand. I uh, don't really have the vacation to spare to to do this. Uh, normally, I take like a day off after I come back from vacation if I, it's a work day because I need to usually have to like get get Sid from boarding and catch up on all the chores I obviously was not around to do. Uh, and yeah, like have a minute of not traveling and like worried about schedules constantly. Uh, but didn't have the vacation to do that. So since we didn't, I didn't get back in until like nine 30 Sunday night. Um, I just had to get up. I just worked from, I've worked from home the past couple of days. I'm going to go back in tomorrow. Um, but yeah, I was struggling on Monday. It was rough. Also, that flight was BS. Dude, I, how many hours were you delayed? It was only like three, but it got it was so much worse because we had to like we board the plane. We board the plane, sat an hour waiting for a clearance, didn't get one. Got off the plane as soon as when I got off the plane, like like stepped off the plane into the tunnel thing. The pilot was right there, and he was like, hey, don't go far. We're going to have a solution pretty quick. And I was like, okay, so that means we're getting right back on this plane. And literally by the time I got out of the tunnel, one of the main flight attendant came back with a PA at the gate and was like, okay, we got our clearance to take off. So now we literally had to do the whole rigmarole over again, and that includes like, – they couldn't le- we couldn't leave our stuff. Everybody, everything had to go, come off. So everybody had to get all their carry-on luggage and take it all off, and then do it all back over again, uh, which takes what like is, thirty minutes, forty minutes. And what is do it all over again? Just getting on the you, plane, or do they make a check? So, boarding. so the you way have to get the way boarding works on uh, Southwest is that it's not like by section or seat. You board based on your boarding number so like the seating is general seating there's no first class or anything it's just one plane full of seats and the way they get you is you if you want like a higher boarding number then you have to pay more like you the quicker you check in you can check in like up to a day before your departure time the quicker you check in the higher of a boarding number you're going to get just like as it's available but if you want like a priority boarding number you have to pay extra for that because if you board later, that means you just have to get whatever seats are available. And people love to do this mind game 
where uh, they will sit in the aisle seat and then do all this stuff like to make it to discourage you from sitting in sitting that row them. with them. Uh, but that doesn't work with Southwest because almost all of their flights are completely booked. Uh, that's just how Southwest kind of works. So, like, every flight we were on was fully booked except for the last one. And the last one wasn't because it was originally booked, but we got delayed so long that, like, 20 or 30 people missed connecting flights because of all the delays. Uh, so we actually ended up getting a row to just Jewel and I, which was nice. Um but yeah, they do all that stuff. So like all the seats, if you if you're in boarding group C, which is like the last boarding group, then you're basically guaranteed to get an aisle like a middle seat, uh, and everyone's gonna like be already in there. And it's annoying because now you wherever you sit, you're gonna have to make somebody get up. But like you can't do anything about it. They sat there first, uh, but and they have to get up. The plane's full. Like it, every seat's gonna. Be, it was very frustrating. I don't understand why people do that. Um, so, and especially the, the, my flight up there, I sat between a married couple that made me so mad. Jewel had to sit in the row behind me in a middle seat and I was in the row in the middle seat and there was a husband and a wife and I'm like, why? I get it. One of you doesn't want to, like, nobody wants to sit in the middle seat, but, uh, you're married, you're, you're married, sit together. Like, and like, quit. so they were just playing, we're playing this whole game the whole time of like, oh, which angle am I sitting at? So which place can they pass things? over me to yeah uh like dude if you're a married couple put the put the wife inside like you know next to the window husband sits in the middle like a gentleman and then let the random stranger sit i was gonna say if nothing else just make the the wife should be like yeah sit sit next to me and she sits she decides to sit in one way or the other like uh Yeah. yeah anyway if you if you want the extra leg room, so sit yeah, in the we, middle. So we or got sit on, you know sit on the inside. Got on the plane, sat an hour, got off the plane, got back on the plane, sat another hour because the head count was all screwed up because so many people had missed connecting flights that nobody knew how many people were supposed to be on the plane, and they can't leave until they've got a hundred percent accurate number for safety reasons and bureaucracy and documentation. Blah. So I had to wait for them to figure that out, and then we finally were able to to leave, and the flight was extended because we took an alternate route. We had to fly in from the west side of Nashville instead of the east side, which would be quicker because that storm front was going west to east. So we had, like, we had to fly up and around it. So the flight took like an extra 20 minutes. Um, and then I still had a two-hour drive back to Huntsville from Nashville Airport. So <laughs> it was it was a day. But we made it back safe, and I didn't miss any connecting flights. So, you know, whatever. It could have been a lot worse. Um, so, yeah, long story short, very exhausted yesterday. Um, Understandable. Okay, but enough about stupid Southwest flights. Uh, <laughs> on to the show. So the Pokemon Direct happened. Cameron lovely typed everything up in the show. Uh, <laughs> I love that it's been summarized in two statements. Yeah. Um, my first bullet point here is bunch of BS. Uh, I highly recommend you don't bother watching this unless you really care about Pokemon. Um, and even then, it's not worth it. Um, the most important thing uh, is I wouldn't even say it's um, like the DLC stuff because that got more stuff announced at uh, Pokemon World Championship in Japan uh, this past weekend. Um I would say the most important thing is that there's a Mew 
code available. Um, get your Mew. Uh, I don't know the correct spelling. I'm not gonna put it in the video. I don't care that much. Um, <laughs> if you if you actually if you actually care about it, Google it. You'll have a. <laughs> you're yeah, if you actually care Pokemon about it, you've already gotten news. it. I guarantee if you actually care about it, you've already gotten it. Yeah. True. Um. And there's a Mewtwo. Um. Seven star raid. Yay. It's it's Mewtwo and it's something that's going to be removed in the next game. So it again doesn't matter. Uh, <laughs> and then the only important thing uh <laughs> which Grant made sure to point out. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> which was uh the Pokemon uh Pokemon Stadium 2 and Pokemon GCG for uh, Game Boy are now on NSO. And that really is about it. Uh, you know, I listened to a, uh, a podcast. I think it's called the Nintendo Podcast. It's by um, Wolfden and... Oh, my God. Who's that Australian Nintendo YouTuber? Uh... Dude, I see him on my feed all the time. Why is he... Why am I blanking? I'm literally just going to Google it. Australian Nintendo YouTuber. Beat-em-ups. Uh, they do a podcast together about Nintendo stuff. And Beat-em-ups literally does play Pokemon Sleep. Uh, and it's like nonsensical. Um, and also, he's like one of those few people that still plays Pokemon Go, Go and is extremely distraught about some of the mechanics. It was very—I've never actually like heard anybody that's like act not only very active in the goofy Pokemon stuff, but like cares about it, like a lot. Like, why can't I use Great Balls if I push the button on my Pokemon Go Plus Plus? R slash brand new sentence. That's that's a what? Um, that's a little too specific. It's literally, I feel it's, like it's literally so convoluted that I, I I'm not gonna waste my breath explaining it. But the how TL can I use great balls? The, the, TL the TLDR is that if you use the automatic Pokemon catching system and the main way you're supposed to use it, it only lets you use Pokeballs. It doesn't let you use greater Ultra Balls, and that's a problem. You can in some ways, like if you manually do it, like if you push the button, but the automatic way only uses Pokeballs, and he was upset about it. Um, yeah, that was weird. Also, Pokemon Sleep's really weird. Yeah. Pokemon Sleep, the thing that tells uh, you not attachment. to do... The thing that tells you to break the fire code safety of have your phone on your bed. Or don't have... Like, I don't know if that made sense. You're not supposed to sleep with your phone on your bed, and Pokemon sleeps like, yeah, do it. Do it, coward. You're, I mean, like, now that you've said that, it makes clear sense to me why you shouldn't. That I, I can, I'm sure I could name the, the multitude of reasons why, but I've never considered that that is a bad thing to do until you said that just now. <laughs> Like I don't. Neither. Mine's on my bedside table, like usually yes, far uh, away yeah. from me because it makes me have to like get up to reach it. 
um, to turn off the alarm in the morning, but shit, Jules sleeps with that shit basically under her head. <laughs> so. Well, you haven't died yet. Well, either she's gonna, either it's gonna blow up one day and she's gonna instantly die, or she's gonna get brain cancer in fifty years. I don't know. Do you guys know that cell phones are classified as a, as on the same level as aspartame in terms of carcinogenic concern? Ooh. Huh. Did not know that. Which is basically it's There's... called a two B carcinogenic. This is really off topic, but like, yeah, they are. It basically means like it almost certainly doesn't, but. It, I, it could. This this is why uh, continuing being off topic for a moment. Uh, when I worked at Target um, at, for whatever reason uh, there was a lady that had her phone like in her bra um, and someone told her to not do that because she would get breast cancer. So they're stupid. Yeah, cool. She most likely will not well, like, the example for aspartame is much easier. It's like, okay, so it's almost certainly not going to give you aspartame. You could drink a 12-pack a day and be okay. But if you inject 42,000 Diet Cokes worth of aspartame into a rat, the rat might get cancer. So technically it's a carcinogenic. <laughs> but if you're drinking 42,000 Diet Cokes okay, but like, in, a, in any but at that time frame, amount, water... Is dangerous to you. Yeah, you're gonna explode well before forty two thousand well diet cokes. That's the anyway. Um, so continuing the Pokemon stuff. Um, Pokemon the CEO COO, excuse me, is kind of put out some statements that is showing that Pokemon Company is kind of more and more open to the idea now of non yearly game releases. Which thank God. No, like, yearly game releases are okay if it's not the main one. Yeah, bring back yeah, the side that's, games that's a little bit. They, yeah, like, like I don't have, I'm not, not against the, the yearly game either. releases in general, but I am firmly against yearly mainline Pokemon game releases. Because now they're, exactly. like, they've all been garbage for the past, like, five years. Like, sure, I really like Pokemon Shield, it was okay, but, like, every game, every Pokemon game that's come out, really for the switch has run piss poor uh especially at launch and as continually gotten yeah it's continually gotten less and less liked by fans like the only exception is arceus because that was the one game that did something different so people were more willing to put up with the and it still ran piss poor yeah like it's always been like it wasn't it wasn't an improvement it was just a different formula and it still counted as a mainline which released like three months, at, not even three months after uh, Diamond and Pearl remakes did. Yeah, I... those two didn't need to really. Or I guess, yeah, it wasn't Arceus and uh, whatever the newest game was. Scarlet the... Violet. But Scarlet but, Violet. Yeah, they released in the same year. They didn't have to release in the same year. They they did release five mainline Pokemon games in the same year. So, or within the same. Like, I kind of understand why you would release Diamond and Pearl and Arceus all within such a short span of each other. You could spread it out a little more, but like, you know, you need something for the holidays. Put the two Gen Four based things so close to each other because it will support them both. Like, people will be excited, but Scarlet and Violet could have been delayed. 
Yeah. But the anime. But the anime. The anime was going around every generation at that yeah, time. Yeah, exactly. I don't... That's not an argument for that one. Um... So, yeah, I really hope they stop with that. Um, <clears throat> Pokemon Company, and good news, switching, switching around, uh, they are donating $200,000 to the wildfire relief in Maui, uh, which is really good news because they've got, uh, I think they're, one of their events is happening in Honolulu soon, um, and obviously they've been partners of wildlife conservation and the environment of Hawaii for a long time because they had a couple games based in Hawaii and all that stuff. So really good to see that. Um, next up, Nintendo registered a bunch of uh, patents for gameplay mechanics in Tears of the Kingdom. Oh, yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of unique things there. Yeah, 30... So they... In the period between July 10th and August 4th, this is coming from uh, Automaton Media. Uh, Nintendo made a public Nintendo made public a total of 32 patents, 31 of which are Tears of the Kingdom related, including patents pertaining to more general mechanics and in-game abilities such as Ultra Hand and Fuse, as well as more specific patents related to the abilities of certain side characters such as Riju's remote lightning attack. So. I did see uh, discussions about this, right? Um, some people are arguing Nintendo is being, uh, you know, their regular corporate overlord. We are not uh, consumer friendly. And then the other side was arguing that Nintendo is actually trying to make sure that, you know, apparent supposedly this is just a thing in the industry, right? where the big companies buy or, like, get the rights to the patents, and then other companies can use them, you know, not one-to-one, -one, obviously, but they can use very similar tactics, which would normally be, this is cl too close, patents strike you down, right? But it's meant to protect the industry at large from someone, you know, getting a patent, and then suing other companies using that same mechanic, like, say, uh, the Waypoint system, right? Like, as an example. So they're saying that Nintendo is making these patents so that someone else can't make that patent and force, say, and, and Nintendo in this example, to stop selling copies of Tears of the Kingdom? Yes. Uh, that seems interesting. Apparently, uh, they had an example. I don't remember what the game company was, but was it Genshin? No, I don't think so. I would, I would have recognized that name. Um, but it's basically just to prevent bad eggs from, uh, you know, taking uh the rights and making it impossible for any other company to do something similar. But I don't know. That that doesn't sound like uh corporations. Yeah, like I but it's also I like Japan. the idea of like, hey, we're just trying to protect the video game industry, but uh Nintendo's a corporation first and foremost. Uh, I don't really believe that. 
I and think we're, they're just trying to make sure that they can patent they can. whatever mm-hmm. they can to mm-hmm. keep theirs, just like everybody else. Um. Let's. Yeah, these 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 are complicated patents. Someone summarized one of them as uh, the way that Link falls off of a rock. Yeah, so there's a patent. I'm going to read this and see how long it takes for y'all to throw up. Uh, (laughs) Oh, boy. The movement of movable dynamic objects placed in the virtual space is controlled by physics calculations, and the movement of the player's character is controlled by user input. When the player's character and a dynamic object come into contact in the downward direction relative to the character, in other words, when the the character is on top of an object, the movement of the dynamic object is added to the movement of the player's character. So basically, they patented the idea that if you as Link make contact with an object that is moving your character will be given the physics uh, or given the velocity of the object without you having to input anything. So, like, if you... If Link paraglided down onto a car that was already in motion, he would instantly start moving along with the car, even though he didn't make any push to move forward with the car. Um, and I can't believe that concept is patented, patentable, but there you go. Um, there you go. Uh, I don't, I, I don't know what to tell you, man. That's, that, you know, that's whack. <laughs> yeah, really. Um, but I mean, that's not... I guess it's more confusing that it's it didn't already exist in some capacity. Since you can kind of do that in uh, Breath of the Wild, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, on to the next one. So, have you guys kept up with Baldur's Gate 3 at all? Uh, not really. Um, so Baldur's Gate 3 is, uh, doing incredibly well. Yeah, Uh, okay, I I have kept up with that aspect of it. Uh, very positive reviews on Steam. Actually, it is currently one point higher on Metacritic than Tears of the Kingdom. Uh, to be fair, Tears of the Kingdom has, like, five times as many critic reviews as Baldur's Gate does, so... As I guess I, I, it's kind of it's, kind, it's kind of a wash. Anyway, it's one point. It's a wash. Uh, but the user score is a full point higher uh, than Tears of the Kingdom. Tears of the Kingdom has an eight point two uh, user score, and uh, Baldur's Gate three has nine point two. Um, oh wow! With not all that different, uh, uh, Tears of the Kingdom has <laughs> just under nine thousand user ratings, and Baldur's Gate has just under seven thousand ratings. So they both have a large number of reviews. Um, 
so it is kind of i think like we're gonna have quite an interesting uh game of the year vote i think uh, this, doesn't, is, I this mean... is probably gonna be like the big hitter tears of the kingdom or Baldur's gate three usually like every game something... of the year there's like a one or one of one well, the, the, there's you know isn't it a lot of times whatever the most recent uh gigantic game that came out um like or at least more, that more usually sweeps a lot of categories they uh they win usually the most recent big hit game will win a lot of the smaller awards but game of the year doesn't really follow that pattern i don't think that's true bayonetta was up for, for uh game of the year one year it should have won it was the it second one it, it would have been funny it should have won Um, so yeah, this is uh, definitely going to be an interesting vote, but that's so still like four months away. I finished looking into the what the patents are. Mm -hmm. It just took me a minute. It's so it's, most of them are just like physics things, like how they calculated physics is unique, and they patented them like last year, and the patents are now just being. Public. Made public, yeah. Interesting. I haven't even gotten to it yet, but I've seen uh, a video. They, the, uh, you guys saw um, from The Last of Us 2 where they were uh, wrapping up the rope and it wasn't getting tangled. Nintendo has that same sort of, uh, uh, functionality physics functionality in tears of the kingdom on significantly weaker hardware hmm. so i don't know i just thought of that because you know we're, we're talking about all the physics stuff Mayo, if you listen to this podcast, I need you to explain to me why you have 50 hours in Baldur's Gate 3, which you I've like never heard you talk about, and literally you haven't even bought Tears of the Kingdom yet. Hard. No judgment, I just need some reasoning. This man loves Zelda and has never talked about Baldur's Gate 3. What's the, what's the, what am I missing here? Did your Switch <laughs> explode? No, you play Pokemon Violet. You, uh, Mayo, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna have a talk with that guy. Grant's like writing a message now. I'm good. <laughs> I need to talk to Mayo. It won't be a long talk, but it will be one a talk. Talk to me while I take your skin. <laughs> <laughs> um. Up next, so I. Do you guys remember? Uh, a, it was probably a long time ago that we talked about this. That that China put video game playtime restrictions like the government yes. did. Yes. Yeah. 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 So studies have uh, started to come out about that and it shows to be extremely ineffective at actually getting people to stop playing. Uh like kind of nothing not a whole lot's really changed. Amazing. Not unexpected either. Yeah. Um pretty so funny. Banned. A research group led by the University of York examined more than 7 billion hours of gaming activity from a vast array of games. Um, this data was sourced from over 2 billion user accounts in China, a country that has enforced legal playtime limits for youth since 2019. 
The research team, however, did not find any evidence of a decrease in heavy play of games after these restrictions were put in place. Um, so they're just literally like, no. Yeah, I I'm not really sure how you enforce that law. Um, without the parents like routing out their own children. Yeah, like, I guess, I mean... And wouldn't they get in trouble because they're not controlling their children? I I don't I don't know. I really... Uh, who, who gets punished if they don't adhere to this? Everybody. It's China. I don't know. <laughs> uh, it's not good. It's probably a lot more than should be. I don't know. Uh, but, yeah, so... that That is, really, I'm just fascinated because, like, it's China. Like, you don't normally get away with doing things like that going against True. government but like apparently this time yeah uh i mean these are the people who hack most of the time on long online games they're just like ignore <laughs> I be. ignore i need my money yeah um so um well i did have this later but i guess i'll bring it up now so red dead redemption's coming to switch um, it includes the Undead Nightmare expansion uh, and all that stuff. That it's, doesn't make it worth $50. Yeah, it's not a remaster. It's not a remake. It's literally just a port of that game, and it's 50 bucks, um, which is bullshit, if, in case you Girl. didn't know. Uh, and apparently uh, the CEO of Take-Two Interactive says that Red Dead Redemption's pricing of the port is commercially accurate. Um. They're probably right, but it doesn't make it any less. No, they're not. No. Are you telling me people aren't going to buy this? Because they are. People and will. that's where his comment is, comes from uh, being correct. But it's like... not. Okay. But, okay, think, think about this. Think about this. People also bought Mario and Rabbids, and then not even a full month later, it was half off. Like, uh, the Sparks of Hope. Yeah. I mean, like, and that had Mario in it. But the only way th they know that they know that some people will buy it at fifty, so they're gonna and put it out at fifty, and then it. I'm sure it'll jump down to thirty. Yeah, it'll be thirty. Thirty seems right for a port that you put the DLC in. Yes, thirty is about the correct price. Yeah, like. But people are going to buy it at 50 and the only way to for companies to not put it at 50 would be for people Everyone not to buy, to buy it. it. Yeah, but some people are going to be like, like um, but it's Red Dead Redemption. Yeah, they can sell it for 50 because people are like, oh, I could play Red Dead Redemption on the toilet. And like, I get it. <laughs> but but also, but also wait. Just wait a month and you'll be able to play it on the toilet cheaper. So he's technically right, but we all hate it here. <laughs> yeah, we all hate <laughs> it here. <laughs> um, I mean, I also get his comment because Nintendo is selling Pikmin and Pikmin 2 on the Switch as barely uh, redone ports. For what? Uh, for 50. But that's two So they're games. selling two games. Two games. Yeah, like, 
And people weren't happy about Pikmin's price. And aren't the games 30 bucks individually? Yeah. Yeah. They're 30 individually. Yeah, so my point exactly. 30 bucks is about right. But, I mean, like, I don't know. Um, 30 bucks for a port that, that you barely touch up is the correct price. Like, 20 to 30. It depends on how. I mean, two got, got some uh, stuff redone because they had to uh, finally get rid of all of the Licensed. Uh, licensed products. Yeah. yeah, but that's not a good argument. Yeah. No. Hey, we we changed these thirty yeah, textures. Yeah, some of that cool stuff that was in there is gone now. You're all welcome. Um, and last but not least, before we get into collector's corner, review codes for Starfield are going out later this week. So we are getting close on Starfield. I can't believe they sent the Starfield controller came out like over a month ago. <laughs> and review codes are just now Whoops. dropping. Insane. Um, I almost pre-ordered the Spider-Man Two controller and covers, but they are such a ripoff. I did not. I held off. I tried to get the covers. I've got the controller pre-ordered. I'm mad. I, I was in the time to get the cover, and it was and it sold out like immediately. Yeah, I also I'm, have the cover or the uh, game or yeah. which I the controller. I have wow, the controller you listed everything but the one thing. <laughs> <laughs> I actually have the cover uh, the game. Uh, uh, I didn't buy any. I don't actually think I have the game pre-ordered right now. I think Alex has it pre-ordered. Not yet. Yeah, I bought the oh. first. I bought these blue plates like when they when they first started making the custom plate thing. But I looked at it again now in my wise old age of one year later uh and was like 50 bucks for fucking stamped plastic that i don't even really see because it's in a display hey mine's standing up straight on a table you would yours is in a display i would not see mine yeah like i got the blue ones and i'm kind of stuck with them but I can't. Yeah, yeah I, can't I, I uh, am having this, like, and I mean, I can't really say anything because, uh, hello, <laughs> uh, what is this? My seventh, uh, Switch Pro. My um, this is my shelf of shame, down here that I'm just <laughs> building up controller boxes. Dude, that's that's what I actually need to do. Like, is uh, look at your mistakes. Redo my. Well, yes, but like I need, I need to redo my room so that it's behind me, and then I can start doing, uh, you know, stupid videos. But you can actually see my stupid stuff. <laughs> um, but yeah, like I'm like, do I need to spend eighty dollars on a controller for a console that I only sometimes play when I have a perfectly good controller? No, but if the Joy-Con, your answer is a yes. No, no, yes, correct. I keep looking at those pastel ones, and I'm just like, no, I'm done. I'm fucking, I'm so done. These stupid Joy-Cons. I'm so done. I hate using them. I have like a set of yellow, the set of yellow ones, that are like the ones I care the yeah, most from... about. So those are the ones I use most of the time because I don't care if those break. Because I know they're going to break. I'm just so afraid to use Joy-Con now because I know they're all going to break. 
Anyway, uh, with that, I'll just... yeah, I have two special edition sets of Joy Cons, and that's it. And it's like the Zelda ones sit on my desk, and they stay on my desk. They're in a grip. I don't know why. I don't use them. <laughs> they stay there and look pretty, and don't get used, so they don't break. Which is yeah, stupid. I... I'm just like, mm. but that's why I'm still like, I I should have bought the Fortnite ones. No, you shouldn't have. I should not have. You should not have. Um, okay, so with that, on the Clickers Corner, the weekly segment, we go around and talk about what games we've been playing and what games we've been buying and all that good stuff. Uh, Alex, why don't you start us off? Okay, I played Tomb Raider from 2013, at least for a while. I played something else. Never heard of that. Hold on. Yeah. Wow. Oh, I that's what I. That's what you gotta call the game is something else, and then everyone will be like, "Oh, but that's an actual game." Well, like I played Life is Strange for a bit, but not very long. And then the other thing I um. Weird. Uh, the thing I played most was um. I played a lot of Mass Effect. Oh, really? You're definitely uh, on the obscure side today. Or this week. Yeah. Especially right. for Alex. That's not, Last that's week not was... usually in his repertoire. Yeah, I know. Right? Hey, I've played oh. Mass Effect before. Like several months ago. <laughs> Does that count? Every yeah. once in a while, well, yes. like it I'm took just me a year to beat Metroid Dread, so I can't judge when it takes a long time to go. I back still to haven't started it. Every once in a while, what? I yeah, Metroid Dread. Yeah, he won't play I it for not... some reason. Hold on, what the hell, Cameron? What is wrong with you? That game was incredible. A lot. I know it's incredible. Then I just played the damn the time to play it. <laughs> I haven't found by the, the time, time. He... by the time he plays it, uh, Super or Zero Mission will get a. Brought to NSO and Samus Returns will be ported, so he'll be able to play all five at their best <laughs> versions, all on the Switch. He's gonna, he's gonna get I'll to play the he's whole gonna, series. He'll start in the beginning, and by the time he gets to Super Metroid, he's gonna throw up <laughs> and start going blind. Well, like I feel, Fusion's important to Dread. Like that's the yeah. most important one. Yeah, true. But honestly, just don't play, just him, fucking don't, play Dread. Just play Dread. Just play Dread. Just I don't want. I don't want to hear anything else that's gonna upset me about what you haven't played in Metroid. I'd just play Dread. He hasn't played any but Prime. The first Prime one. That's true. Yo, I did play Metroid Prime this week though. Oh well, speaking of, good. The remaster. I think it was pretty. Yeah. Nice. My week was a lot of work, so I'm trying to remember what I played last week, and I did play that for quite a while as well. You ever just live for a week and then not remember any of the week? <laughs> That's yes. me on the longer weeks, but, like, the money's this, nice, but... This is why I have to write down what I do at work, otherwise I won't have anything for the sprint meetings. <laughs> <laughs> what did you do? I'll be like, what did you do? I'll be like, 
Uh, well, I pulled uh, in the parking lot, and then I <laughs> broke out in a fit of rage and blacked out for nine hours, and then I uh, got back in the car. And then I went home. Yo, all, me of, at work. all of a sudden, okay. all of a sudden, I was opening my car door. I black like, out when okay. I get home I, from work. It's I like got... midnight. Yeah, I got home three a.m. What the hell? Where did the other three hours go? I got out of my car, and then everything's a blur. Yeah. That's how most of my days go. I go, I walk in the office and I go, ah, for nine hours. And then all of a sudden I'm outside <laughs> with my keys in my hand. I'm like, what, have, what just happened to me? Uh, what did I that, do that, for that nine hours? <laughs> Why am I so Man, angry and I... sweaty? <laughs> we, uh, when I had to go to the lab last week, I sat there, sat there. And then I'm suddenly like, oh, look, it's already 2 p.m. I'm going to go home and not deal with the traffic. Um, all right, Cameron, what do you got? So I went to the Lego store and I got Sorcerer Mickey. Sicky. Because uh, I guess I had just like done a restock of the Disney 100 uh, minifigs. So I was able to... Uh, grab that and you know felt the bag because uh i'm not gonna spend five dollars on a blind bag um when i only want the one character at this point and i was like huh that's interesting there's a pole in this uh bag so you know what check are online. you gonna do about the box though uh so, uh, unrelated to the podcast, uh, I did find out that uh, the uh, Lego Marvel sets supposedly have numbers uh, that are associated with each character. I don't know if it's true, but what is that if it mean? is, great. Uh, so on the bottom where the barcode is, there's also like an associated um, like id i guess and certain uh figures are within like a range of numbers so if they have an id within that range then they're that character like, are they uh, like mystery Wolverine. grab bags or something yeah so that's they're mystery... how... you, okay you know how the lego uh mario uh blind boxes are yeah it's like one of the yeah it's a blind... yeah the they're, blind they're box, doing those mystery bag whatever yeah okay yeah they're, they're doing those for uh like the Lego Marvel characters that are coming out, uh, I think at uh, the end of the month. So this um, is what it's been for ten years: is blind bags, which means people who have played with Legos their whole life can tell the pieces. Yeah, they can feel them. So they, I guess, so they yeah. did boxes so you couldn't feel the pieces. So yeah, yeah now they're gonna do it like this. Ima dude, or at you least should go trying. Go to a random Best Buy. When those things came out, and, just open, and ask open a minimum wage high school employee if they have any blind box Lego things with the ID of blank or whatever. I just like anything and watch them explode mentally. They'll be like, Why is this man child asking me questions? See, here's the I back think this of the monkey box. is trying to talk to me, but I can't understand what he's saying. Something about numbers on a box. Interesting. Yeah, and then on the bottom is uh, 
numbers. So yeah, uh, found out that. Uh, so game wise, though, I played Splatoon because uh, Splatfest was this weekend. Alex, you forgot to mention the Splatfest. Um, oh yeah, we did do the Splatfest. So did that. Uh, I I played that. some Zelda. No, you were you were out of state. I very was, very sad. I was suffering. We lost. We lost. Yeah, I saw that. I oh, you guys lost. I yeah, didn't do lost. anything. I got to go you to did. Ohio, so really, I lost more than you guys lost. <laughs> True. Very sad. Very sad. Grant went to Ohio. Um. So I was the real. Oh, I played Mario food. Kart Wii. I played Mario Kart Wii. Um, and then I realized that Chelsea's Wii doesn't have uh, Mario Galaxy. So Alex found me the data online so that I don't have to uh, beat all of uh, 150cc. Or no, it's Mira, Mira with one star one on star everyone. Each. Yeah. I looked it uh, up. Un unlock Rosalina. Incredible. But I can't, I can't even get one star consistently on 50cc. I'm not going to be able to pull it off uh, in Mirror. Especially when I don't own a Wii Will down here. So. Alright. Uh, yeah. Um, don't think I've played anything else. Because um, it's, uh, it's just it's been so hot. You know, so we just haven't really done anything. Uh, oh, Chelsea, Chelsea and I went to uh, Epcot on Friday, Thursday, Friday, somewhere in there after it cooled off a little bit. Um, watched the fireworks. Uh, I and I created a new YouTube channel. Go go subscribe to Stormwind Adventures. You can find it linked underneath my uh, channel page. And I'll probably add it to the description of the podcast videos. Uh, shameless plug. Hashtag. Ye. All right. Hey, that's the whole point. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, okay, so me, I went to that uh, game store in Cleveland I told you guys about. That place seriously was a yeah. ripoff from all the places. It's called The Exchange in Cleveland. So be forewarned. And also, if anyone that works there hears this, uh, I know Lower I was nice. I know I was nice in person, but you guys really are kind of ripping a lot of people off. Um, so be forewarned. Um, it is quite expensive. Um, and I'm like, I, I think I said this in the chat. Like, I I'm generally okay with paying like five to ten bucks oh. more sometimes in store just for the fact that I can see everything in person and I can check it out myself. Yeah. I can usually yeah. test it in the store. Like, you know, I, I, there's no real fooling around. Um, and also, like, they're, they're small storefront businesses, so things generally have to be a little more expensive than online. Like, that's just understandable. It's kind of how it works. But this stuff was, like, kind of ridiculous. Um, they had a copy of Kirby 64 for, like, 50 or 60 bucks. And that game, price charting is 30. So I would have paid, paid, like, 40 maybe, I think, if it was in really good condition. But 
Like, you guys are crazy. Uh, the only thing I did find that was actually a good price um, was a copy of Pokemon Y. Um, I did get it with all the inserts and stuff in it, so good there. Even the little Nintendo code voucher. Nice. Um, they they did they were pretty sneaky. They had a lot of 3DS games in there that were pretty good price that I was uh, going to get, but I wanted to look at. They're all like they're all stacked horizontally like this so i wanted to look at them uh and the all the ones i pulled out except for pokemon y were that thing that i don't know why it is like so if you guys look up like any name any pokemon or any uh 3ds game on like ebay or Mm. something you'll find a lot of new copies that are genuine copies but they are from the united arab emirates like saudi arabia like like the the games from oh, like the... that region and the only real difference you can tell by looking on the box is that there's going to be a little stamp in the bottom right that's like a, like a multicolored circle that will say like uae saudi arabia kind of thing it's weird it has like english is the main mode so it's fine the game will play it's a it's a legitimate copy but like it's from the uae and i don't understand why there's like su- there has to be like such big influx or something uh, and the okay, game store so... had all of those except for this is the only like actual north american copy they of the stuff i wanted anyway isn't isn't there a nintendo store in uh tel aviv or something maybe that uh, maybe maybe that's why but is that opened towards the end of the 3ds's life i i don't know that I, sounds right i i really have no clue all i know is that i don't, I don't you, keep up with enough of the international up, stuff if you look up a 3ds game and you're like wow this is a really good price check to make sure that it doesn't have that uae thing on it because that's most of the time when they're when they're priced really well it's because they're from the uae and if that doesn't bother you, then screw it. It's a legitimate copy. Um, but yeah, so they were pretty sneaky with that, but I noticed. Um, so I did get that. And then also last night, my buddy Aaron up here surprised me with a Hot Wheel of the hey, Super yo. Mario Brothers van. I didn't even know they nice. made this. Um, that is cool. Yeah, he just like surprised I, I got you something. It was I weird. know they had like a... Was it the Playmobil or uh, whatever version? Because uh, they were selling it right outside of uh, the Cinemark at Universal. Um, but that's oh, that this is actually, actually a Hot Wheel buy. Premium, huh? These are relatively rare, from what I understand, and by rare I mean extremely scalped. Uh, the yep, scalpers I... of Hot Wheels blow my mind, and. I collect Dude, video they, games. They will like, sit there. Yeah. They will sit there and just wait um, until uh, the Target or wherever employee brings out the stock and then rifle through it until they get all the rare ones. Yeah, just buy them all. But it's Hot Wheels. Like, well, people will buy them online. My, my, actually, like the guy that got me this and uh, Jacob, he's been on the show before. They used to go like all the time to around the area just to look for Hot Wheels, kind of like we would do with Amiibo back in the day. Um, and like they just always, almost always be completely out and scalped, but they found some. I didn't even know this was a premium until like just now. So yeah, uh, that was really nice. Um, I dig. It sits next to my Luigi Mario Kart Hot Wheel now um 
in terms of what I played, so obviously not very much. Uh, last week was very busy at work. We had a customer visit and everything, so I had to be all prim and proper and deal with that. People were in town, had to go to dinners and stuff. Um, and then I was traveling a lot, so essentially the only real time I was playing was when I was on the plane. Um, but I did play a lot of Pikmin 4. Um, I played one day of Stardew Valley... I pre-downloaded Vampire Survivors. That comes out this Friday on Switch. I'm super excited for that. I can't remember the last time I gave this much of a crap about an indie game. Um, probably Stardew Valley. <laughs> so I'm very <laughs> excited for that. Um, let's see. I played uh, some Baba is You and... Uh, Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. I actually booted up sooner than a month. I played one cup, and I did get all first places on the one I was playing, and then I got halfway through the second one and got sick of it <laughs> again and quit. Um, so progress, I guess. Um, and I did start back playing Resident Evil 4 today. Now that I've got Tears of the Kingdom off of my... Or I'm, I'm on my Zelda break. I'm uh, going to go back and finish up Resident Evil 4. Um, it also reminded me that I want to get copies of Resident Evil 7 and Resident Evil 2 for PS4 so I can get the upgrades because those are the two Resident Evil games I have on Xbox and I really would rather just have them all on, all on PlayStation for the PS5 upgrades. So I got to look for those. I think that's about it. So with that, on to Faye. Fast Faye, what do we got? Uh, Choose Your Legends comes out as of uh, this recording being posted today, I think. Alex, is it today or tomorrow? The 16th I... or 17th? Actually, not sure. It should be this week, then. It'll it'll be by the 17th. Um, so, Corin and Robin and Soren and Goldeg. Um... Oh, and Cyril is the uh, Grand Hero battle. Because, of course, he has. He's not ever going to be able to get uh, to be a Choose Your Legend. Seven, seven. There are seven years of these now. Or six. What year are we on? We just completed year seven. Yeah. That is insane. Um. I was looking for footage uh, for video I'm working on, and I saw uh, the Fire Emblem Direct where this was announced. I'm just like, damn, I can't believe it's been that long. You ever just live seven years and then forget seven years? Yes, all the time. <laughs> uh, all right, on to the tidbits. Uh, Microsoft reduced the Game Pass trial down to 14 days. So now you paid all, you only get 14 days. Uh, on one hand, kind of makes sense. Everybody kind of understands what Game Pass is now. You don't really need a trial of it. But also, it's Microsoft, and I'll take any chance I get to slander Microsoft. So Microsoft sucks. That's right. right. We need a new slander post, and it's Microsoft. <laughs> <laughs> we're, a, we're a slander-pilled podcast. <laughs> We had Stadia, and Stadia is gone. 
And I mean, and Microsoft's perfect. And make, making fun of something like um, Amazon Luna is just they they never announce anything. So there's nothing to make yeah, fun Amazon of. Amazon doesn't say stuff. Microsoft says things. Microsoft does things that are. Stadia but... said things. Microsoft. <laughs> Yeah, so they Microsoft also says if Luna, if Amazon starts talking about Luna again, I we will go after them mostly if it's stupid, but they're pretty quiet most of the time, so it doesn't make it fun. They're that quiet kid in the class. Oh, I I just uh, this is off topic. I I just realized I forgot Did one you of the just games equate I played. Luna to a school shooter. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yes. it is Amazon, so, you know. What do you mean, yeah, it's Amazon? <laughs> What's the correlation? <laughs> you, you don't think if Amazon could Look, make again, money? Again, I love them... slander and corporations, so, like, I'm all for the joke, but <laughs> why? If, if, <laughs> if Amazon could make money shooting people, they would. True. Yeah, if Amazon could profiteer off of school shootings, I'm sure they would. Oh, where were we? Um, uh, so, uh, to, br to bring us back into gaming a little bit, I forgot that I played Smash Bros. for 3DS this week. What? And by played, I mean I put Amiibo on it. Nice. Oh, okay. It's like, why would they you... Smash oh, never mind. Um... Xbox introduces a new enforcement strike system, which is basically like uh, you get up to eight strikes. Uh, the amount of strikes you get determines the amount of time that you are banned. Uh, strikes disseminate over time, so like they they stack, but they will expire too. Ah, it's what I've always wanted—a work point system, but for gaming. Yeah. So if you get a strike on you. It goes away, I think, within, like, three months or something. Um, but if you manage to get eight strikes concurrently, you get banned for a year. So the bans can go longer than the time the, the strikes expire. And, like, even regardless, you'll still have to withhold any ban you're assigned even after you lose your strikes because of time passing. So, yeah. They said less than 1% of Xbox players got reported, or not reported, but uh, like actually banned for any period of time, and less than a third of that 1% were repeat offenders. Um, but I don't know. I don't, I don't really know why. I feel they're like doing that's it, just but... trying to make their stuff sound good, then. Like, hey, we're going. Oh, you know what it actually is? I think they just have to because they know that they're trying to get. Uh, and on Nintendo's market share of children. Yeah, so they and also the like, hey, Xbox, Xbox chats are the one that are notorious for people saying uh, that thing, saying that word that's, and also that you know, thing. That, yeah, like those words. And that uh, the other, the other very thing, friendly. lots of not friendly words that children Look, should not no, be learning. I saw a meme recently and I thought it was pretty good. Alex, you're trying to was... a very thin line here. I mean, about what? <laughs> <laughs> the guy said he was watching his kid play, and the other person online called him gay, his kid gay. And his kid responded, I'm straighter than the pole your mom danced on last night. You raised him well. 
But yeah, exactly. And the chat where you get that is Xbox. Xbox is like, no, we're child friendly. What game is child friendly on by Xbox? Child, Please tell by me. By child friendly, uh, we, mean, uh, we mean infected with racial slurs. Unraveled was nobody's like, gonna report to like. Right? All what? they just told me is one percent of their people will report you, but no, everybody it's not, else it's not re- it's not reported people. It's people that got one percent of people get banned for being reported. Yeah, and then a third of those people that get banned will get banned again, on average. But still, what's one percent um, of uh? 15 million I don't know whatever tiny number of Xboxes there are what 150,000 right and then a third of that so 150,000 people on average each year will get banned from Xbox chats for various things and 50,000 of those people That's why they said 1% instead of you know an actual number Yeah because most people aren't going to do any sort of basic math I mean me neither that's the most math I've done in, in a long time uh, <laughs> I hate math. Facts. I hate math. I say having a degree and a job in a math-based field. Well, we all—it's not talking about the math that we do day to day. It's the basic math. Basic math sucks. But binary is oh, awesome. All math sucks. I, I don't. I don't. I don't even remember the last time I actually did math. I do I math a lot of work, but it's mostly in binary and hexadecimal. But then, I'm so good. Dude, my laptop has a dedicated calculator button. That thing is clutch. I use that every day. More laptops need that. Anyway, what were we talking about, video games? Uh, Netflix begins (laughs) beta testing for game streaming. I think only right now it's going to be in the Canada and the UK, but they do start, like, within a week or so, I think. Or maybe they already started. They've Um, got a couple games. based, Based on how fast they implemented the password sharing thing uh they're probably gonna if if this will actually make them money they're gonna implement it as fast as possible uh at least to the u.s okay let's rephrase that they have i know of two games they have and i've liked one of them and one's the sequel to that i don't know what else they've got besides phone games Hey, you want to play Angry Birds, but like sh- in a shit way? <laughs> you want to play um, Breakout, right. but with your uh, remote, can uh, your yeah. TV remote? Yeah, do you no, want to like... play Angry Birds with a TV remote? Do you want to play wanna... anything with a TV remote? I want to play. So, I've played a licensed game. Like they did, with but a TV you can't remote? buy it anymore, which is Stranger Things three. Okay. I played that with Cooper, and it was pretty good. There's a lot of good jokes in it. Um, I played the game they released recently that they're going to make a show on because the game, I don't know, did well, which was Oxenfree. I haven't beaten it, but I was liking it because it has choices, and that's what can sell me on games a lot of time. Just, just let me make choices. choices. Yeah. Choices Especially that change the ending. Matter. Yeah. Because, I don't know, I'll play adventure and action and puzzle games all the time, but every once in a while, I just want to make stupid choices. And there's not a lot of games that let you, so that's why I've 
played it, and then it's that game got a sequel. That's it, though. And you can't even buy Stranger Things 3. So I know those three games. So unless they redo their license for with Stranger Things to put with the company that made the game so they can throw that up on their store, what are you going to sell? And the two of those I've three, I would not want to play them without a controller. Here's a remote. That sounds miserable, honestly. Um, yeah. But also, it should be, it should also function on a lot of streaming devices that can use controllers. True. I'm gonna buy a PS5 and put Netflix on it so I can stream Angry Birds. <laughs> oh boy. Um. So okay. Yeah, apparently, we'll see how the... that goes. Um, they made Spirit Fair. Who? Huh. No, I don't think so. I think they've just got a version on their. Okay, they did not. They've just got a version on their. So their phone one has a thing that lets you play games already. Mm. And Spirit Fair has a version on there, but they didn't make it. I was really confused. Um, so the initial for the initial beta test, these devices are going to be used. Amazon Fire TV stuff, Chromecast with Google TV, all LG TVs, uh, Nvidia Shield <laughs> TV, Roku devices and TVs, Samsung Smart TVs, and Walmart on TVs, which is weird. Walmart on what? That's their brand, is O-N-N, <laughs> on. Um, so, yeah. Moving on. Uh, Yoshida, we've talked about him all the time in the past several weeks. Uh, producer of Final Fantasy sixteen, uh, was found in the interview, had another interview recently, and said that he wishes there was only one game platform because it would be easier for developers and also better for gamers. And I, I, I th that statement really in itself isn't really all that new or groundbreaking, but I thought it was pretty interesting to mention because like, yeah, if you only have I one agree. platform, then it's going to be easier to develop for, but also yeah, like, you can see that with Nintendo and where's, Sony's first Where's party. the innovation going to be though? Yeah. That doesn't exactly. really drive like cool new games other than like the, that it drives. won't sell unless you make good new games. Yeah, that, yeah, he's that's like, it'd be good for thing. consumers. Yes, because they'd only have to buy one platform, but I don't think in that hypothetical we would get, like, Tears of the Kingdom. Because what would drive them to make yeah. that game? Oh, no, it's like one of those, um, like, utopian ideas that, like, is a great idea. It's just kind of hard to do that practically. And keep like what we enjoy out of. I don't know. You can't have your cake and eat it too. Competition kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Batman Arkham Trilogy got a Switch release date of October thirteenth, so just under two months. That is a terrible release date. Yeah, it's a really bad release date. It's a Friday. It's Friday the thirteenth. No, yeah, like not, also, not even for Friday is... the thirteenth. Um, 
You've got two, it is one uh, week before Spider Man and you, Mario Wonder release, and I think Sonic is releasing that same week. Yeah, October, like, dude. People, they, uh, game October loved releasing games in October and November. That's they because it's really, really easy Arkham... to have it be. Oh, I'm out for Black Friday. Well, then Black Friday starts in like October. At least it feels like now. Uh, if not, I've... sometimes it's in July. So like, oh yeah, it's not, no, we like Black not... Friday so much that Amazon started a second one. Like we just call it Prime Day, but it's just a second. Well, now really, there's a sale. I feel like the word sale doesn't even matter. I get a notification from my Best Buy app every other freaking day. It feels like about a sale of something. Well, you, y'all know why they're yeah, releasing like this week the they're Arkham doing, uh, trilogy again, right? Why? Money. Gotham Knights bombed and Suicide Squad got delayed again. So they're like, we'll just go back to the trilogy. I love the trilogy. I'm just not interested in another port of it. I'm interested but I've played like, them, so maybe that's why I don't care. I'll be interested when it goes down to like 30 bucks. Or something. That's like how I am with a lot of these games that are like just when straight it's ports. Be yeah, like I, I'd actually like... slightly be more interested if they ported the one that stuck on generation Arkham Origins. Oh yeah. Like it's stuck in the PS3 and Wii U. Yeah, the Wii U got it and the PS3 got it, and that's where it's stayed, but it hasn't been brought forward. Um, interesting. So yeah, October's gonna be busy. Um, yeah. Pikmin Four was the yeah. number one game selling in Japan for three straight weeks now. Um, at just under eighty or seventy nine thousand units. Um, and just under six hundred thousand units total since launch in Japan. Um, so. Yeah, it's um hot. Three straight weeks above. Tears of the Kingdom is uh over one point eight million units in Japan. That's pretty crazy. Let's go. Um I'm trying to see So I can't tell. I don't. Th- I don't think this is um, a Nintendo specific list. Um, and also, those. Uh, I think that's just uh, physical copies of Pikmin Four in Japan. But the top ten nice. software sales in Japan this week was all Nintendo Switch stuff, which I hmm. believe is not a Nintendo specific list, which is crazy. Anyway, so yeah, Pikmin's still going. Um, a lost, undiscovered Mario Menko has been found from 1985. What is a Menko? Uh, give me one second. A Japanese and I will... card game played by two or more players. It is also the name of the type of cards used to play this game. 
Each player uses yeah. Nintendo cards made from thick paper or cardboard printed on one or both sides with images from anime, manga, and other works. So there's the picture of all the cards. Oh, that's cool. That would kind of be fun to, to learn and play, I think. Yeah. move things around i keep disorienting myself okay um it <laughs> it costs a hundred dollars to unlock all of street fighter 6's teenage mutant ninja turtles content jesus that's insane Christ. individual outfits cost up to 15 dollars is this apex legends yes and don't forget, you had to pay to play this game, unlike Apex. Yeah, you, this game you had to buy. Wow. Uh, let's see. Wow. Um, there's a strike thing. Marvel Spider-Man 2 lets you slow down combat to 30% speed. That sounds nauseating, but also, like, good for accessibility, I guess. Uh, it'll be interesting to see how that works. Hey. When does, you said Spider-Man 2 comes out October 20th? Yeah. Same day as Mario. Okay. See, when you say Mario, you mean Wonder. When I think of Mario coming out, I keep thinking of the RPG remake. Because that's the one no, that, that really matters here. November. Yeah, I know. Unfortunately. Um, I get that. Xbox backwards compatibility yeah, sends old Call of Duty games back into the top five. I actually watched some. Uh, <laughs> Call of Duty fans are like, it's better than what we play now. Facts. Facts. Um. Oh, probably just mostly because of nostalgia. Call of Duty Black Ops is the best-selling Call of Duty game that was ever made. That's um, true. So there's the fact that the servers went back online. Um. I actually watched some interesting YouTube videos recently explaining the lore of like all the old zombies and that, so it was pretty fascinating. Um, oh, it wasn't even the top five like most played games; it was top five best sellers. People were huh. buying digital copies of Black Ops Two, Modern Warfare Two. Um. Yeah. Wow. Number four was Black Ops 2. Number five was Modern Warfare 2. Um, Not bad. Yeah, that's impressive. Um, Lollipop Chainsaw Remake uh, of Lollipop Chainsaw Repop was delayed to summer of next year. Oh, no. Isn't that the horny Chainsaw Girl game? Yeah. Didn't that already get a delay? Yeah. We've talked about that the, on the show look, before. The, the butts on these women require a lot of polygons, Cameron. I don't think you understand. I mean, you could probably get them rounder without extra polygons. How's that? How so? 
No, Cameron, I <laughs> I disagree massively on this because of two V. Oh, that's true. Oh, this game is really horny. This <laughs> is oh. the game that James Gunn worked on the script for. What does that mean? Is James Gunn a horny man? It means everyone I mean... that's played that or touched it is a horny man. Yes. Or a lesbian. I just googled lollipop chainsaw on Google Images, and I'm uh, oh, good God! You are... All right, closing that tab. Is Grant uh... is scarred for life? <laughs> um, okay, old but still interesting tidbit. Um, so this is from Digital Gaming's new episode of N64 Facts. Pokemon Snap and Pokemon Stadium actually don't share the same models because they wanted Pokemon Snap to have a, like big hordes of Pokemon, and the N64 is a little baby boy and can't handle all of that, so they had to lower the polygon count in the Pokemon models by a lot, so that way they could have a lot of them on screen. To be fair, understandable. Yeah, it makes sense. And but what does sense share why, uh, the GameCube Super Mario One Twenty Eight? Like why that was so, like something they were so proud of that demo, but just because they're like, "Oh man, look, now we can have a lot of polygons on screen." True. Just wanted to put some I context on that. Poke floats in melee and melee shared models with Stadium. Stadium Two. Uh, um, I think up to Battle Revolution uses uh, models from like Stadium. Hmm. Why they, you know, kind of just keep doing that? I don't. I don't know. Um. Yeah, me neither. But there you go. All right. Uh, rumor roundup. So, I uh, couldn't let the rumors go without more Nintendo Switch 2 stuff. Apparently, this price point of the Switch 2 is $400. So, they say. Mm. Yeah. Great. I wouldn't be shocked. But I can't say I would guess that much. Because now you have to make the argument of this is the same price as a PS5 digital edition. Yeah, I kind of see everything getting dropped 50 bucks. At least. Like, so this will be 350 the OLED will be 300 the Switch will be... 250 250 and the Switch Lite will be... 150 200 they might keep it at two hundred, but or they might drop it to one fifty. Oh fuck, dude! If the switch like goes to one hundred fifty dollars, I might actually buy another one. That's uh, <laughs> oh, that's so unhealthy. <laughs> the switch light is the only one I don't know if it would get moved, but like in that hypothetical, I could see everything getting dropped like that, except maybe the switch light. Yeah, I, it could get dropped though. But also, like what I was saying is like, so now if you pay four hundred dollars for a switch two. You're paying. You're. I, do I want 
the best graphics consoles can do right now, or do I want significantly lesser graphics for the trade off of for portability? portability? Yeah, I think four hundred is too much. Not that it might not be that. I just I don't know. Four hundred puts it in the same price range as the PS Five Steam Digital. Deck, right? Uh, and let me see. I've got Steam up because I was looking at Baldur's Gate earlier. The base model Steam Deck is four hundred dollars. Oh, there ain't there ain't no way that it's gonna be four hundred unless. Like, I know Nintendo will ignore the Steam Deck, but like, un- unless it like has the power to match the Steam Deck. It's not they're they're not gonna price it that high. Yeah. There's no way. Yeah, that seems um like unless it's crazy. Which it might be. Yeah. Or maybe it's it'll it'll be like obviously. That, that theory where like the dock will make it will have additional hardware or upscalers or something in it to make it look nicer. Nintendo will obviously ignore the Steam Deck. We know this. Yeah, but also it's the same be... price as a PS5. But I just can't see it being 400. Like, come back to us in a year when it's released and tell us we were wrong and it's 400. dollars Well, we'll you know. We'll still be here. We'll, we'll I, be talking about it. I could totally see the the future where Nintendo continues the methodology of make a profit on the hardware, whereas most other companies take it at a loss. Um, and they try to Bye. do that, and then they kind of get blindsided by the fact that yeah, like now you're equating it to this hardware that's much more powerful and it doesn't sell as well, and they kind of get like hit hard by that. I wouldn't be surprised. Um, I mean, that's kind of what happened with the Wii U, wasn't it? 3DS, I think. The Wii U was a lot more... That that was like a whole shitstorm. But the 3DS was really just like... I think it was like, what, 250 at launch? 250 at launch. PS4s were 300, right? It sounds about right. So At that point, they were. Yeah. Um, but maybe they learn their lesson and I won't do that. We'll see. That doesn't um, sound right. This one is okay. So here's my here's the stupid rumor. Uh, so the next next Mario game. So not Mario Wonder or Mario RPG remake. The next next Mario game, whichever Beach. one comes at, what after that, is to uh, apparently going to be using Unreal Engine four and will be on Nintendo's next system. Which first off. What a rumor. There's going to be a Mario game on Nintendo's next system. Unreal 4. Unreal 5 has been out forever, but sure, 4. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. It's like, why would it be Unreal 4? Because it's a... Unless they've been working on it for a long time. To run Unreal Engine 5? No, they've used Unreal 5 on the Switch, right? Oh, have they? I, I don't know. I could be wrong. It can run. I think it's uh, designed to be able to run on the Switch. Hmm. Whether or not Nintendo's actually utilized it is a different question. I don't know. This feels more like if this one's real, then they've been sitting on the game. Like they already worked on it in Unreal 4. They finished it up, and now they've been sitting on it. Yeah. 
but yeah. Uh, Metroid Prime Four is apparently going to be a launch title. Yeah, see, I could believe the Mario games a launch title more than Metroid Prime Four. You think so? Yeah, unless they kick it up on releasing two and three. True. I just can't see people being like, like the general audience being like Metroid Prime Four. And that's what they attempted when they originally announced it. I think that was just to get people to buy the Switch. Of course, they also did that not was more for the hardcore though to be like, yeah, hey, we are going back to supporting. Do you think this might end up being like a maybe not exactly, but maybe like a close to Tears uh, Breath of the Wild situation, where like we were promised this game at the beginning of this console's life cycle, and then we are now approaching the end of this console's life cycle, and we still don't have it. Maybe. So it'll I mean, be put it's... out on both. But maybe this is just the Nintendo Switch 2 and there's no real reason to put it out on both. Or maybe this... there is. I don't know. That's true. You blur the lines a little bit with that ideology. See, I want to know if this is supposed to be closer to a Switch Pro or if it's supposed to be closer to the PS5 can run all the PS4 games. Yeah. I don't know. Nintendo, hurry up and fucking say something. I'm sick of this. We're all sick of this. I just want to know. I can be trusted. (laughs) Like, 3DS or DSi? Please, Nintendo. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Just need to know. And uh, a reoccurring character of this section, Special Nick, uh, according to him, Microsoft is looking into an Xbox Series X digital, and there are also plans for other hardware in 2025. Didn't we already talk about this? We Maybe it was from have. somebody else. I don't know. Xbox Series X Digital. Honestly, yeah, sure. Xbox people don't buy Xbox discs. I have yet to meet somebody that owns an Xbox and buys physical Xbox games. Uh, Wait, didn't they already do this with the Microsoft, uh, with the Xbox Sad Edition? That was the first time, but that wasn't the the flagship model. That was the 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 one S. Mm-hmm. They made a all digital for that, but they didn't make an all yeah. digital of the X. Mm. Well, cool crickets. Ooh, Xbox Series X digital. Crowd goes mild. I really want to give Microsoft another five hundred dollars for the same console with less features. That's what Microsoft's asking for. <laughs> All Perfect. we want is another $500 for the same damn thing, but actually less. Um, and, okay, so finishing topic recommended by Cameron about why there are so many licensed kids games today, like the uptick in that. Um, I had an answer as soon as you asked this question before we started the show. I've been holding it in the whole time. Yeah, that- Oh, okay, sick. I was like, well, you forgot it because we've been on the show for no. so long now. No, I have the answer. And that is, uh, one, video games are for sure played by a majority of man children like us that are incredibly susceptible to nostalgia. So it's really easy Plus, to put out all the uh, kids' games that all the people our age played as kids and then 
or new ones like uh avatar yeah um also kids are into gaming more than ever so it makes sense to have more kids games now um and yeah that's that's mainly my answer like people will pay people buy it people that's, buy a, that's, it. A, that's, a, that's probably a I, cop I mean, out answer a, but that's a that's a solid answer um yeah no i was like it's just i've seen so many lately you know because disney's got disney just did illusion island and they've got uh speedstorm racers and uh dreamlight valley companies realized they needed money maker and they figure the next thing's video games or the thing from 20 years ago where they were making money uh still makes money also it's kind of easy to make it for one and put it on all of them right now it's not like 20 years ago where it would be or even six different ago. versions yeah, and like you'd have to make a handheld version that was just a totally different game than the yeah. console versions. Like you make it in Unreal and you're done, basically. Yeah, really. Um, and especially no, if it's true, a that's game true. that's already come out, like the uh, SpongeBob game, uh, Battle for Bikini Bottom. And destroy all humans, and a lot of like THQ games from back in the day. Very, very simple uh, to patch up. And if I'm not mistaken, they tried a couple series. They like tried to make new games after they released the old one, and they saw it did well, and then it didn't really do well because there was no nostalgia for the new game. Maybe. Like I kind of, uh, I kind of feel like we're already past a lot of it, to be honest. Like I, I don't know, maybe I'm uh, just playing dumb or uh, blissfully, blissfully ignorant. Because if I don't look, I don't spend. True, true. If I don't see, it, I, I don't do have to look, money. and I guess I see it, but like it's random things. Like I guess I've seen a lot of CE again. CE child entertainment they're under they are actually one rating below uh everyone oh the other very rare rating yeah the opposite end like yeah. paw patrol released one because my roommate was playing it and i saw peppa uh... pig on playstation plus uh, that's true I saw a clip of somebody uh, with a, it was like an audio clip of Bog's Burgers playing over it. And it was like a, a grown woman watching Bluey, that kid's show. Yeah. Uh, and the clip was like them going, oh my God, I think I just realized something. I had a horrible childhood. And the person that's with him was like, yeah, you, you, you did. I know you did. And like, how do you know that? And like, look at yourself. People that watch Bluey as an adult did not have a good childhood. <laughs> <laughs> and that made Damn. me think of like Paw Patrol game, like, kids games that people buy. Like if you buy them actively and like nostalgia is one thing, but like if you buy, if you participate in Paw Patrol and you don't have a three-year-old, then yeah, it's what we, are you doing? We know what happened to you. 
<laughs> people that people that watch Bluey didn't have a good childhood. <laughs> Dang. Um, maybe not to not to get on that kind of a, like a tangent for too long, but I have noticed that like more and more grown ass people are just like into kids things, like. I say that as a guy that was like, "Oh, Super Mario Brothers Hot Wheel." I get it. <laughs> I'm not. Uh, I'm not clean here. But like, but like I kind of get adults that. that are like into Peppa Pig and like Bluey or Paw Patrol or any of the other like these kids shows and like kid franchises. It's just kind of weird. Like I love SpongeBob. I will forever love SpongeBob. But you know, I never watch SpongeBob anymore. Like. Maybe once every two years, I'll watch a couple episodes. Me and uh, Aaron watched some like six months ago, and we were like, "What is this garbage?" <laughs> and like, Amazing. it was it was funny because it was like such a fever dream. We just didn't know what was going on, but like, I don't know. I probably won't watch SpongeBob for another couple years after that. And then again, it'll just be like the, "Hey man, we should see what it's like again." Like just the occasional trip. And it's not like the, I'm oh, up to date huh. on new episodes. <laughs> Yeah, no, for sure. Because, um, like, even, like, on YouTube-wise, right, I understand I, if you if you figured out the algorithm enough to be able to be like, okay, I can post Paw Patrol and get the, the children's views, uh, you know, this way, and it doesn't uh, interfere with my ability to get views or get money. And yeah, I get I I get that aspect of it. But I guarantee you, it's stuff. It's stupid stuff like, um, uh, like the games, because um, I like uh, uh, Jethro Text, right? One of his biggest videos was one of the Dora games. So, you know, like I, I get that aspect of it, but when it's just like, you know, if they're expecting like full-grown adults to buy these games for themselves. Uh I don't know about that one. I, I don't know. I I to me when I think about it, I think about like what if my dad actively really enjoyed like um Dora as like a grown ass man when I was a kid. Like, there's the aspect of enjoying it because you're spending time with your child, and then there's like that I'm gonna watch this on my own time. <laughs> like True. it it makes me really uncomfortable. So like now that I need trains out into the lady, like where people just do that more often. Um I don't know. Probably also, uh, didn't it come out about like how much money Roblox makes? And people oh, are like, yeah, oh yeah, yeah, you can make a ton of money off kids. <laughs> yeah, that's. I think that was about the time. Uh, I think that was about the time that uh, it started. Uh, there started being stricter uh, regulations concerning. Uh, you know, kids with online gaming. Yeah. I uh I, I googled licensed kid game stuff and I found this list by PC Mag of like best games for kids. 
Try, I was trying to like jog my memory, like see some stuff. Uh, they've got Overwatch two on this list. <laughs> it's not a kids game. I have not seen a single kids game on this list yet. Best games for kids. The first game. Uh, the sure first game. The number one game on this list is Among Us. Well, and the okay. second game is Animal Crossing: New Horizons. Uh, number four is Crossy Road. Number five is Cuphead. If you think Cuphead is a good kids game, you are a sadistic parent. Uh, like, let them try, it's, but they're going the, to get upset and cry because it's hard. It's the same. Well, no, it's not that bad, but like, it's kind of on the idea of Sasha's Party is a child kids movie because it's animated. Yeah, Fortnite, That's Five exact, Nights at Freddy's, Help uh, Wanted. Are you trying to fuck up your kid? Yes. The first game, okay, so like Animal Crossing New Horizons, great one. Forza Horizon 4, I really agree with that. It's a basic racing game. You really can't get I mean, with it. It's Forza. Uh, I mean, Mario Kart. Kirby and the Forgotten Land the bo- and Kirby sure. Star Allies. Lego 2K Drive, no. If they have, if they, God forbid, they find your credit card playing that game. Uh, Mario and Rabbids, Mario Kart 8, Mario Kart Live. Spider-Man Miles Morales? Uh, I, I guess. What was if that rated? If they're a little older, then yeah. But like that. Yeah. So when that's I think of like kids games, like games for kids. I think, I think like, like six. kids for like, yeah, like, like seven. Yeah, con- conscious so, enough to participate in a video game, but not old enough to like follow deep story and or want. Complicated yeah, Miles controls. was r- rated teen. Yeah, that. Oh, um, definitely not. And I yeah. kind of agree with that age range like okay you you know how a lot of games say need to be able to read to fully enjoy when you're able to read that i consider you old enough to be able to actually enjoy most of the available games yeah when you have to have someone read that to you uh, you're not old enough to be playing. I mean, Cameron, I think your age range is really low. Kids can read by first grade. Okay. Kids used to be able to read by first grade. Let me (laughs) rephrase that. Um, I mean, I I still can't read. I never learned how. Yeah. Reading is a liberal lie. Just like birds. I So... I don't know. Maybe they can raid because they. (laughs) I mean, that's absolutely a kids' game. You could name like eighty percent of Nintendo's games, and I'd be like, "Yep, that's a kids' game." This list is about eighty percent Nintendo games. Yeah, you come with me. It's like Xenoblade. I'd be like, "Uh, "No, (laughs) here you go, kid. Play Xenoblade." It. Imagine throwing a kid into Xenoblade X. Oh, good no, luck. I'm, I'm, I don't, I'm not really into abusing children. This list is, though, Five Nights at Freddy's helpful. <laughs> yeah, yeah, really. <laughs> Oof. Hey, kid, do you want to get scarred for life? Like, if you're going to hand them a horror game... uh, Give them Among Us. Don't! Yeah, but about, if you're yeah, going, if you're, if you're going to uh, call Hand child them. protective services, maybe, maybe call a therapist. Like, why are you, why are you Both? doing that? <laughs> but if You'd you're gonna, re- I... 
Five Nights at Freddy's, bro. Give him a spooky game like Luigi's Mansion. Oh, yeah, no, Luigi's Mansion would be perfect. Resident Evil 8, don't even let them have a tutorial. Just put them right in House Pain Evento. <laughs> don't give them any story. Don't give them even a chance to follow what's happening. Just get scarred. Hey, have you, hey, Alex, did you ever finish Rose's DLC yet? Yeah, I beat it a long time oh, ago. Okay, I couldn't remember. Yeah. I did beat Rose's DLC. I did the house thing. I beat... So I beat Village, and then not too long after, I beat Rose's DLC. Okay. Like, we were just... What took me long to beat was waiting for them to release the third-person mode so oh, I could play yeah, it without yeah, getting yeah, stay. I remember now. Because the field of view in that game is really low. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Why'd y'all release third person? Uh, because too many people were getting sick. That's literally one of the reasons they listed. Uh, Alright, well with that, I think we're going to end this episode here. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed the show. Please share us with a friend. We post every Wednesday, 7 a.m. Central Standard Time, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, YouTube.com slash Stormwind Games. Anywhere that you get your podcast, you can find us at us on Twitter. X, excuse me. Twitter. Uh, tw uh, Keep calling text, Twitter. It's twex, Twitter. Uh, Zer. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, the Bird app, the Elon app. Um, at All Night Gamers with a K. Or Threads or Insta or... Um, you just just comment on my YouTube. LinkedIn. We're gonna see it there. I'm always available on my LinkedIn. We do not have a thread, <laughs> as far as I'm aware. We do have a threads. Is this a few? <laughs> I just like me as the not social media manager is not aware of the social media that needs managed. <laughs> I write the show. <laughs> as if we're big enough to have a social media manager. Uh, uh, it we would are. probably be one of you two. If we ever post it to social media, it would definitely be one of us. <laughs> yeah. Um, and yeah, so uh, definitely uh, hit us up. Let us know what do you think about the Pokemon Direct? Did you actually care about something in that Direct other than what we talked about? Because I would love to have lunch with you. Uh, do you like kid games? Do you watch Bluey? Did you have a bad childhood? Let us know. Um, and uh, we'll be back here next week for more of the usual. Thank you so much, and have a good week. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye. Bye.